This is the Killer B checking in from the future. Uh, this episode was originally released to YouTube on January 1st of 2020. So it's more than like 18 months old at this point. And I don't remember when I actually recorded it. But the important thing is, it is a video-centric episode. So you hear me referring to things happening on the screen, which obviously aren't actually happening and I apologize for that, really gets into the background of my trip to the July 2007 Redline time attack held at Gateway International Raceway outside of St. Louis, Missouri. I was driving my stock engine Nissan 240SX with a gutted interior and a roll cage, and we'll now pick up with the story as recorded for the YouTube version of the podcast. P.S. You hear me typing because in the early days, as I was recording these, a lot of times what I would do is I would put together a PowerPoint slideshow with my content in it and then scroll through the slides to cue my talking points as I went. And then I'd go back and lay the video over top of it after I re recorded the audio. But uh, I quit doing that after a while. So sorry that you can hear me typing in the background. That's just uh, going to be there. Okay, let's talk about 2007 Redline Time Attack. Redline Time Attack is a North American auto racing series founded in 2006. Uh, the basic format is that production-based cars compete on the track to lay down the fastest single lap time. Uh, they do not race door-to-door. -door. Instead, they're released into the track in groups with spacing between them. And the idea is to lay down the single fastest lap you possibly can. Time Attack is most often associated with Japanese cars because the sport originated in Japan. Uh, like drifting and like import culture in general, Time Attack comes from Japan. The name Time Attack comes from Japan. In the U.S. it would be called uh, Hot Lap or Qualifying Lap or Time Trial. But the Time Attack format itself and that concept comes from Japan and it's very much associated with import culture. Now, in 2007, I had a freshly built track car, Nissan 240SX, normally aspirated, uh, gutted interior, roll cage installed, 17-inch wheels, fiberglass hood. Uh, I had replaced the sunroof with a sheet metal patch panel, had a fiberglass front bumper, 300ZX front brakes, mm, what else, sway bars, shocks, springs, urethane bushings, clutch type limited slip differential, aluminum flywheel, short throw shifter. So it was, it was a street car in the sense that I lived in a state that did not check emissions and it still had a functioning horn. So um, I had tags on it in that particular state because I could, when I left North Carolina, I could not drive it on the road actually in North Carolina. But, uh, when I moved to Illinois, I lived in a part of Illinois that did not do emissions inspections. And so I put tags on it. So if you can imagine, um, I drove this car to St. Louis or to uh, gateway international raceway, which is not in St. Louis. It's it's across the river in Illinois, but uh, it's the general region. So from where I lived, that was approximately a four, four and a half hour drive. Um, in July, which people don't understand, even though it's the Midwest, Illinois gets pretty warm in, in the summer. Um, 
This car had no air conditioning, no radio. I think at that point it still had side windows, but later the side windows came out. Although I think, I think in 2007 it still had the side windows. So I could roll the windows up at least, but um, it was a long, hot drive on a car like that. And I'm at that point in my life, I'm just shy of 40. So um, I wasn't a kid anymore by any means. Um, the event itself was uh, a lot of fun, and it was nice to to know that I was going to be in, in you know, quote unquote national event racing against guys who were, um, you know, whose names were going to be in magazines and whatnot. Even though uh, I don't believe my car actually, the results were in the magazines. I don't think my car was featured in them because it was it's pretty ugly car. It was a uh, flat black rattle can job. Um, you know, I'd, I'd done some wet sanding to get it looking smooth, but still it was a, I mean, it was a, it was a spray can paint job to put it mildly. Um, let me see what I can remember specifically. I stayed in the hotel there just outside the entrance of the track. There was rain. Yeah, there was some rain. And I think that's the main thing I remember is I did the practice session. I did the first practice session. Uh, yeah, so the 29th was a Saturday. Is that right? Let's look that. I don't know if we did anything on Saturday. I'm not even sure why. But uh, my... I'm a nerd, so I keep records sometimes, sometimes better than others. Uh, my spreadsheets show my practice session on the 29th, so Sunday morning. Um, I'm clicking off laps basically in the minute and a half, somewhere between, well, that was a warm-up lap. So we'll say I was averaging about 125, 126. Uh, the second practice session, pretty much the same, 25, 25, 25, 26, 27, 28, 24, 23. Um, so my average speeds are between 65 and 72 miles an hour. And then it rained. Or no, it didn't rain. So those were open sessions, and then we had the actual the actual time attack itself, which, I, if I remember correctly, it's something like three laps. Maybe it was five, but you get an outlap and a cool down lap, and then you maybe had three hot laps. So maybe it was a five lap session. I don't really remember. My my memory is getting fuzzy. What I do remember is I pulled some shenanigans uh, to get into the streetcar class, and basically what I did, even though my interior was gutted, I put my I bolted my passenger seat back in. And so really, what was missing was the carpet and the headliner. Well, they had an allowance for roll cages, so if you removed your carpet and headliner to get the roll cage in, that was allowable. Um, I think I borrowed the back seat. I did. I borrowed the back seat and the driver's and the passenger seat from the buzzer, the yellow car, my second 240, and I bolted them back into the Stinger, and so I showed up with like a half an interior, basically. But they allowed that. To put me in the street wheel drive class, which took me away from some uh, some 
nasty dudes, to put it mildly. Um, so I was in a class with a couple of Honda S3000, S2000s and something else. I don't remember what exactly. So Honda S2000s got something like 240 horsepower from the factory. And my 240SX, of course, doesn't. So yeah, 237 horsepower as compared to the 155, 160 that I had. But um, I figured that would be a good place for me to hang out because the speeds, uh, the speeds would be similar to what my car was doing. The open rear-wheel drive class was uh, terrifying. There were some cars in there that were really fast, and I was concerned about closing speeds and safety and whatnot. So I moved over to the, the street rear-wheel drive class, even though my car was uh, gutted. It did have a license plate on it. It was registered, and it did have a partial interior, so they call it a street car. Uh... What else happened? So, yeah, we did the, the hot session. Uh, time attack one. My best lap was a minute 21 seconds. 121.7 at 73 miles an hour. And then it rained. And it rained. And it rained. And, you know, pop-up rainstorms like that happen in the summertime. So then they were desperately trying to dry the track off before the second session. And I hedged my bets because I had a long drive. Um, I elected to sit the second session out because I didn't think the track would dry enough. And I was right. Um, I ended up, I ended up in third place, and I can't complain about that. Um, and for comparison, so the first place S two thousand did a minute seventeen. 256. The second place S2000 did a minute 19.558 and I did a minute 21.728. So about three seconds, three and a half seconds off the fastest car. And Gateway is road course is listed as 1.6 miles according to Wikipedia. So um, I don't know what I was getting at. Oh, yeah, so minutes were uh, 1.6 miles, and laps were a minute and some change. So, uh, like I said, my fastest lap was 73 miles an hour average. The grand champion of the day, the all-wheel drive, turbocharged, uh, I think it was a Subaru. It might have been a, a Mitsubishi Evo. But he did a minute, three seconds at 94 mile an hour average speed. So um, I was about 20 miles per hour per lap off the fastest car there that day but only a little bit off the other cars in my class, so I can't complain. Um, it was a good event. It was a lot of fun. I was, I had basically a year of HPD under my belt at that point, so I knew I could handle my car around a track. And to be honest, a normally aspirated 240SX with 17 by 8 uh, tires on it, it's not going anywhere. I understeered in every corner. Uh, between the locking differential and the big tires, I understeered quite a bit, actually. And basically, if I wasn't doing, you know, if I wasn't in second gear at two and a half miles an hour, I could mash the pedal all the way to the floor anytime I wanted to. And I was in no risk of losing control of the car. 
not not on a dry surface. Now with those tires in the rain, um, I wasn't going to go out on a concrete oval in the rain. I just wasn't. And um, Gateway is a NASCAR oval, although it does have a road course built in. You have to use part of the oval during even the road course section. And I just couldn't risk hitting a wall knowing I had to drive back home. And, you know, yeah, in theory, I had enough money on a credit card to, uh, you know, to have the truck, to have the car flatbed at home and to ride a bus or whatever. But I didn't want to do that. I, you know, that wasn't an option to me. For me, it was important to go home in the car that I came in. And, you know, one guy said to me, He's like, you drive, you drive like an autocrosser. You hit your marks every lap. I was like, well, I am an autocrosser. And, yeah, my goal is to hit my mark every lap and build speed incrementally. Um, I don't, I've never been one to try to go out and run my fastest lap my first time out. I, you know, like I said, I get a little faster each time. Um, so I did uh, 7, 8, 15 practice laps total. And they timed out like this, 130, 129, 126, 124, 125, 128, 126, 125, 125, 125, 126, 127, 128, 124, 123. And some of the slower ones were either because I was on an outlap or there was a car I had to get out of the way because a faster car was coming by. Something interrupted me. But I, I don't think it's unusual that my last two practice laps were 124 or 123 and then my time my best time attack lap was 121 so i was right there in the ballpark and yeah my lap times were pretty consistent and i'm actually proud of that um i did do redline time attack one additional time in the buzzer and that's a story for another time but the buzzer is a whole different can of worms and that was not a fun day I definitely did not leave with any trophies that day. Um, and I, I try to do some other things too. The, again, that's a story for another time because there's, there's a whole deal that goes with that 2009 time attack. That said, um, thank you for your time and I hope you enjoyed this story about my motorsports escapades and uh, my first entry into the Redline time attack in 2007. Thanks.